I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello there and welcome back to Four Times in a Podcast. You join us on the 28th of December. Couple of games to catch up on, obviously the home win against Livingston and then the away win at Dens Park. Day two games saw Celtic pick up six points, a 2 0 win at home to Livy and then a 3 0 win against Dundee at Dens Park, which leads us on to the small matter of the second Glasgow Derby of the season. So it's full complement here, it's been a busy festive period as it always is for Celtic and for us as well. So wait, this should come out to you about. Thursday, so give you a few days to get in the mood for Saturday. But first of all, we'll pick up on the games that have been, so no cover too much of them because it's, I know it's very close to the weekend. Tony, what have you made of the last two games? Two comfortable enough wins. I know we were 0-0 in both of them at half time, but a strong second half showings from the team and two clean sheets as well, which puts us on the brink of winning three games in a row for the first time this season. No long ago, we were talking about being on the brink of a historic treble or eighth treble now it's on the brink of winning three games in a row the mighty have fallen hopefully we complete that because it would have big ramifications for where the league tight was going to land I think uh, last two performances have been good I'd, I'd myself convinced we were drawing 0-0 with Livy missing loads of chances in the first half didn't really help but I think we're worth a win in the end I don't think we had a shot I don't think we had a corner I don't think they actually did Anything I know, a team probably heading for relegation, and it would be good to see them go because of the the plastic pitch. I think. No, I, I thought I th- uh, two good performances. It was good to see Kyogo get the goal against Livingston, and then Liam Scales is a great header. I think so. That was comfortable enough, and then Dundee again. I just, I just wish see see what if one day we could just take all our chances. We'll put ten past somebody. So Bernardo does well for his goal. I think maybe a bit of luck in there, but still a good run and a good pass through to him. When Mikey Johnson got on, I was sitting watching the game and I got up and went and got myself a beer and thought, right, I'll start drinking as he's come on as a kind of joke. And then he scored a double, so I just kept drinking all through the night. So it was good. It was, <laughs> it was de- I was delighted for him. I, I put a tweet out saying that he should start against the Huns, but that's obviously a joke for anybody that... <laughs> 
this scene that that was obviously I don't think he should I still think he should be sold in January but credit to him he's obviously he's taking unbelievable amounts of stick and, and do you still have the confidence or the, the belief in yourself to come on and play and he did he done well because um, Maida looks off I don't think he's fit at all he's looked really really poor in terms of his his actual on the ball ability his pressing still seems to be as good as ever but the He's, he's passing and crossing at times as wild. You know, I think that's what December's all about. For me, they kind of games just ticking them off one by one, getting nice, comfortable wins. But just a shame beforehand, we had lost two in a row, which is, is blowing the league title race wide open. But I, I, I can't say I'm, I'm disappointed with the last two performances. I think they've actually been really good. I think the, the only thing I can say is we, we should have scored more goals, but hopefully that'll come. And the good thing is, whatever happens on Saturday, we'll still be top of the league, even though they'll probably have a few games in, or two games in hand. So for me, it's time to get through St Mirren and Rangers. If we come out of the two with four points, I think I'd be happy and then then look to really splash the cash in for this board and this recruitment team and the manager to really earn their money that uh, we pay them. As you say, it's coming up with two games to go before the winter break. But Danny, I'll bring you in. What have you made of the last two games? As Tony says, I think everybody sort of had the fear. Half time against Livingston, it was a horrible day and it was nil nil at half time and especially after the last two league games people were feeling the worst. But as I said in the intro, it's been sort of two strong second half performances in both games. What, what did you make it? I I, th- I think though, but I think the previous two performances before Livingston and the day have kinda of clouded the way we look at the two performances. Cause I, I think they were really good in both games. Fought against Livingston, they were out, started really early, created a lot of good chances. Never got the goal. There's, you know, a few that should have obviously found the back of the net, but half time and on each, I think, no, here we go. And if they don't score you before half time, I think this is going to be 70, 80, maybe even 90 minutes. So the goal might not come. So he scored twice in the first five minutes of the second half was really good. Dundee, I thought again, they played really well. I thought that Kyogo should have scored, he must have sat a Palma must have sat a Scales was unlucky with a heater. And there's just a few openings that that one where Palmer tries to curl for the edge of the box and just inside the box he really should have laid that off to O'Reilly because it would have been a virtual tap-in with the way the space had opened up but setting off again they kept going I thought I think I mean I, I confess to now I'm very very drunk for the last week but I think I don't think Bernardo's getting the credit he deserves for what was a fantastic improvised finish I think he, the way it comes up to me kind of I think he's very intelligent in the way that he finished it again could have just been me done watching it, but I thought it was a great finish. And then I would like Tony, I've as much as we've been on here talking about Mikey Johnson and we've been saying that he's not good enough and whatever, it really was pleasing to see something go go right for him. You know, maybe you need not saying that's has Selic career saved and he's gonna be a first choice in the team and, you know, gonna stay at Selic for the next ten years, score a hundred or goals, because, you know, I still think his career's over, but sometimes you just need to keep a throw one in or, you know, a wee tap in or a bit of luck and he got it and do you know what fair play to him because he he has been trying hard for something to happen for him. Um, and then he scored again, he started showing off, scoring again, he's got his tongue out celebrating, so who knows what chaos he's ready to run up at the weekend. But no, I thought the, the two performances were really good, but if you look at it in the month of December, it, there were points where you think, no, they're going to drop more points here and we're going to open. He started kind of panic a wee bit, but they got the job done. They've scored five goals, two clean sheets. And again, we've set, <laughs> it's it kind of fitting that we've set up the no one free games in a row all season and we've set up the chance to be against Rangers. I just think that's it's a really deplorable start. Considering how far we were, and I know the Champions League has come into that sometimes, but considering how far ahead we were at one point, you know, I think we were eight 
points with a chance, or seven points with a chance to go to ten. And I think even one point we were eleven clear, but with the games in home. But to know of one three games is by this point in the season's pretty strong. Definitely, and that's something we'll be looking to address, eh, I'm sure. And Andy, if you getting that you'd want to add about the last two games, anybody catch your eye that might be in your thoughts for Saturday coming up, as they've said, is Mikey Johnson, who sort of, I think after the Hearts game, a lot of people didn't think they'd see him in a Celtic jersey again. But as the two boys have said, he's got a lot of good sort of mental strength to come back and come off the bench and make a good impact at Dens Park on Tuesday. I I'd agree in the sense of, listen, I'm, I'm happy for the boy. I, I, I've said my thoughts on him. I don't need to cover old ground. I don't think he's good enough. But listen, it, it's hard for him visibly at times. It's not his fault that we're in the position that he has to be playing. Listen, really, really happy for him. I'd like to think that stuff like that can sort of put him in the shop window and, and go on and play every week for somewhere. Less pressure. But I delighted for him in terms of like, my aid and things like that. I think it probably is just in a game time. I mean, he's no played since... Was, was that early November? Back for an injury, maybe just about a match fitness. I mean, the team's not been great anyway, but he's came in a half against Hearts and then sort of 60 minutes last last two games. So I, I would say Maida should hopefully come with a bit of game time. I think he's going to be back in regardless. I think he's just pretty much a, a star for us. And the curious case of Paulo Bernardo, which I just, I can't, I mean, for long enough it was, he would feature, then he'd be on the bench and wouldn't, he, wouldn't get off it in he was starting Champions League games, couldn't get on the park against Hearts. Plays the last two games, again, gets a goal, delighted. Don't really know what's going on with him. I think it maybe just is the sort of midfield conundrum at times. Obviously, when I was coming back in as well. But I would think that I think the team will be as close to, obviously, we'll come on and talk about the weekend, but I think the team that started at Dens will probably be as, as close to that as, as possible. Depends, obviously, where we're at with Cameron Carter-Vickers. But I, I don't think MD stood out massively down. Or MD, I should, I should say MD, that you would assume you would assume is not going to be a star has sort of played their way into the team. I don't think so. I think the most important thing about the games is that we've, we've got the three points and we've got back to winning ways because, obviously, we have been pretty poor. And as Tony says, I think we are... Starting to really create a lot of chances again and create a lot of decent chances. I mean, part of the problem before was chance creation was, was shite. It, even there was nothing clear cut happening. And even uh, if you want to say it for, for the for the stats folk out there, like the expected goals have really skyrocketed in the last two games in comparison to sort of three, four before that, which is it is obviously the right direction that you want to be going in. And guys like Kyogo, who is I mean, I know he scored against Livingston, but you would say he's at sort of, he's at it. He's not been playing great. Like, that that will fall in place for a player that good again. You know it will. And when you're creating the chances, it's a matter of time before he sort of finds his, his goalstone. Um, I'd love it to sort of all come together again at the weekend. I, as you say, you mentioned the sort of expected goals. And I, I think, as I say, I sort of echo a lot of what's been said. I think the first half against Livingston, I thought the first 20, 25 minutes were really good. The play seemed to be a lot quicker and there was a lot of great chances. Like you mentioned, I think Kyogo had one he really should have finished and Matt O'Reilly had a good chance as well and Alma had one. And I think, as I say, I think it was just the sort of mood about the place that had people worrying at half time. But obviously that's dispelled when you score 30, 45 seconds into the second half. Important goal for Kyogo to get because as you say, sort of struggled for goals recently, but I don't think anybody's overly worried about it, just in terms of everybody knows how good Kyogo is and I'm sure that the goals will start coming back and like he should have scored that one at Dens Park. 
I think as everybody knows, Kyogo's quality. Not much else standing in the Olympic game. I thought it was a really good header from Liam Scales, and we we should be doing more of that. Like these last two games, especially like I think it was twenty corners or some close to it against Livingston, and below averages you're you're expecting at least one goal from that. Like you should be working sort of set pieces throughout the week, and as I say, I think we should be doing more of that. Scales obviously up at Dundee had a good header as well in the first half. It was unlucky not to score away. Full game against Dundee, as much as, again, we were goalless at half-time, like, it wasn't for lack of trying, and there's only so, like, I, I know the manager's been getting a lot of stick, and look, I know people still sort of on the come down, some of the football that Andrew's team's played, but I, I think you can't really accuse this team of lacking the ability to create chances, I think, uh, just looking at the stats there again, it was 38 attempts on goal, and 23 corners we had on Tuesday, and that, that means that what the manager's sending them out today and the tactics he's employing are working and, and it's then up to the players to take these chances and that's where we do really need to look at getting a bit more quality in because with that amount of chances, you know, you really should be a lot more comfortable and I know it did end up 3-0, but I think the first two goals against Dundee were sort of, I know what Danny's saying about Bernardo's finish, he done well to get on the end there because he looked to be sort of falling over, but I thought the two of them were goalkeeper errors for Trevor Carson. And I credit to Mikey Johnson, as I said, I don't think he's going to, I don't think you're going to get that fairy tale where he's going to come back and let a start off for Celtic. I think hopefully it does him good in terms of getting his confidence up. I know it's a few times off the bench he's looked alright, but I think at 24 years old, that really shouldn't be his ambition to be sort of impact bench player for Celtic and unfortunately for him I don't think he'll ever be getting well in that at this stage and yeah, as I say it's not against them everybody watches Celtic like if you grow up wanting to see the boys from the academy come in and do well and establish themselves but I just I feel that the time's sort of passed for Mikey Johnson I, I agree with what Tony says about Maeda I think you've just got to hope he's playing his way in the fitness but I, I, something I was going to come on for Saturday was that I, I think Maeda would be more suited out in the left I think he's really struggling out in the right now and Halma, as much as his stats are looking good and he's taking a lot of chances and having a few near misses with goals as well, I think he he really frustrated me on Tuesday. I thought that a lot of his decision making was really poor and he took a lot of the corners as well. A lot of them didn't beat the first man, I think two of them, even the side netting, which was, I think that's pretty deplorable, yeah. Professional football player to not be able to deliver a corner. Like, but that, that's maybe something for another time because. Obviously, we like Sally Alabada getting closer to fitness and maybe another winger brought in. Who knows? That might be a position that we're looking to bring more quality into as well. But I, we may as well move on to it. We head into Saturday, five points clear, but Rangers have two games in hand. After their game against Ross County last night, it was postponed. Some say it was because of the weather and Ross County not being able to travel and some are saying it's the SPFL gave them a wee hand, gave them a week off before they come to the home of the champions, but who knows? I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I know a couple of weeks ago some were maybe dreading it, but the closer we get to it, I'm really quite positive about how I feel Celtic will do in it. I think that the way that Rangers will have to play against is like that there's 10 teams in the league who will come to Celtic Park and sort of put 10, 11 men behind the ball and hope they sort of get you on the counter, but I think Rangers coming out to sort of try and matches. They they're obviously on a decent run at the moment. They've unfortunately got the first trophy in the bag and they've had a decent European campaign by their standards as well. So I think they'll have to come out and that should suit us. I, I think 
apart from possibly the Athletic Madrid away game, when like the European games when teams have come out to matches, it seems to. I think that's been sort of their better performances this season in terms of like fast flowing and like self catching teams on the counter, which we obviously don't get a lot of attempt to do in Scotland with so much of the ball. But Tony, I'll come back to you. What what you thinking on any Saturday? It's it is a lot of people calling it a sort of season defining game. I don't know if I'd go that far. There's obviously a long way to go, but if if we were to go and get the win, I think it could be absolutely massive because then you would have took six of the available 12 points against them and even if the worst was to happen and you lost the other two then it would sort of just come down to how you performed against the other teams in the league when it be these games that sort of defined it which what's your thoughts on how important Saturday is I know you mentioned earlier that if you took four points for the next two you'd be happy I assume that would mean that you think a draw wouldn't be a terrible result no the reason I don't think a draw would be a bad result is because the worst case scenario for there would be if they won their two games in hand and obviously if we'd done our business, we'd only be a point behind with kind of two games left against them. And the way I see it, I, I don't think we've started yet. I, I really, I don't think Celtic have started. I don't think there's a player apart from Matt O'Reilly and Liam Scales maybe that could say I've really performed well this season. I, I don't think we've done anything yet. I don't think it's been such a bizarre season, but I just don't think we've really had any kind of consistent form, as we've mentioned, haven't they won three games in a row? So for me, if, if we draw and then beat St Mirren, then you're, you're well in a title race with a massive January ahead, whereby you shouldn't really be because we've been pretty poor and we've had some dreadful results. Obviously, dropping the first trophy is a bit of a disaster in terms of how we've been with the League Cup over the last kind of seven, eight years. That's, it's just, that's just the way I see it. I just don't think we've really started yet. It's, it's felt just like, I don't know, it's just been a very strange season. They've, they're obviously in good form, but they've got a hell of a lot of injuries as well. I think they're, they're missing more players than us. and It's a big opportunity for us. I mean, as much as I'm saying take the draw, we should be able to win. We, we have good players that are good enough to beat them. But I just, I, I just don't see it. I don't think we're going to win in Saturday. I know that sounds really uber negative. I, I, the last two games have been good, but I don't know, just something about this season has just felt really off for the second that kicked off when Rodgers came back and then just the garbage recruitment, the fight with the Green Brigade, obviously it was good to see they're back in now. Just, hmm, something just feels all a bit off and don't get me wrong, if we win in Saturday, but I think we'll be in pole position again to win the league as long as we strengthen properly in January and start taking care of the other teams in the league. I, I don't know. I don't really know what to expect in Saturday. There's no result that would surprise me. If they won, I wouldn't be surprised. If we won, wouldn't be surprised. And if it's a draw, then I, I wouldn't be surprised either. As much as I'm saying I take a draw, I think a lot of people probably see a draw as a bad result because this is the opportunity for us to, to go eight points clear. And they've not won the games in hand yet, so it's a chance to really ramp up the pressure on them. I'm starting to talk myself out taking the draw, but I just... I just don't think we're very good defensively at times. Set pieces is a worry. If, if for any reason we gave them a penalty for pulling in the box, whoever's, whoever's done it needs their hands fucking chopped off because you touch them in the box for getting a penalty. We've seen it this season. They, they don't get me wrong. I think most of them have been penalties. It's been stupidity. It's just the, the lack of consistency. So I think maybe really careful for any set pieces you get. But we can definitely hurt them if Kiel goes at full pell. I'd just be trying to get him in behind constantly. I think if Maida can I'd put him up against Tavernier, I think uh, Tavernier really struggles against him. And I think Tavernier's probably one of the biggest threats going forward. If you can pin him back and have somebody constantly closing him down, then you're going to be on to a winner. 
I've not really seen much of them since Clement took over, so I don't really know what you expect. I've seen a bit of them under Beal, and they were pretty rotten, so they've obviously improved. But I think Brendan's got a fantastic record in these these fixtures, and I think, I mean, he's getting an obscene amount of money. He manages, and he really should be able to overcome a Rangers team, which is still full of a lot of poor players by, I think, Rangers fans' own admission. They still are very keen on a lot of their players, so... It's a huge opportunity, I think, for both clubs. I think if, if disaster strikes and they win, then I think all holy hell will break loose and we'll be on here, going to be back to the summer, talking about sacking the board, and it'll be the same old, same old. And um, I think if we beat them, the board will be off the hook again and we'll probably sign a couple of loans in January and try and limp over the line. So hopefully we can get the win. And hopefully January's huge and we strengthen, but I, I just don't fancy. I don't know why. I just I got feeling at the minute. I'm sure you'll be a bit more positive, but I, I think it'll be a draw. Bring Danny in. Tony's, as he said, he's not awfully confident. How how do you see it going, Danny? And what's your sort of thoughts on it? As I say, I think it's a bit too far to call it sort of season defining. I think the victory at Ibrooks in the first game, I felt it was quite unifying for the manager. Obviously things have went against us in a few months since then and there's still a bit of division between people who but as we 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 spoke about the last few weeks, people just aren't happy with a lot of what's going on behind the scenes, what's going on on the park as well, which how big a game is it and what what's your thoughts on how you see it going? Kinda gutted Tony went first because now I need to speak spend about five minutes saying what he said without saying what he said. You're right down the one in September felt I, I thought after that Rogers wouldn't look back and we would just motor away and that would be it and we seemed to be working like that that day. The weekend we were in Derry and Selig scored two late goals against Motherwell. Motherwell equalised, Selig got the part score again and they lose 3-1 at home to Aberdeen. Beal gets the sack the next night. I just thought Celtic, that was it. We were only going to look back. Really, it was the one that Ibrooks had done it for Bill. I think that was when you seen the scenes after the game at Ibrooks, which was quite fun. But <laughs> that could be in reverse. And Saturday, if it was not to go the right way. I, I, I'm, no, I'm not as negative as Tony, I just don't think. I think if you were, I was out with a good friend for the other side yesterday and he agreed with me that it's probably the worst the two teams have been. Like, it's probably going to be the worst title race for, for years. And even though they've they've been really bad, like, this is as bad as they've been, but in contention, sort of thing. And I think it'll be a ball nut in each draw. If you were to ask me a prediction, then I know we'll do it later. But I just I've seen a bit of them under Clement, and I think there's no doubt they're more organised than they were against Bill. But uh, under Bill, but I just don't think they're very good at all. And but <laughs> our weaknesses, they've got the same weaknesses as us. We're both susceptible to any sort of pace at the back. They're just as bad as us as defending set pieces, but they seem to get away with a lot more pulls in the box. But that'll be a debate for another time. But just going into it as a I'm glad we've won the last two games. I think we've played really well in the last two games. We're going into it, you know, if, if, if the game was, say the game was last Saturday, where you're going in in the back of two defeats, you'd, you'd probably just take a draw and move on. The way it's played out and that we're still, you know, we're going to be top of the league no matter what, even though if we lose, they have two games in all, I think they can go four clear. If they're to win both of them, it's, if the worst was to happen, it is nice, it's not over. By any stretch, you know, they, they would get a boost, of course, and you'd take them to win their two games in Holland, given the momentum they've got. But we've seen this before with them coming into the winter break and then they bottle it post Christmas. Obviously, you can't take it for granted that they'll do it again, but I don't think it would be a, obviously it would be, it would, it would be a disaster <laughs> to lose to them at Enton, but I don't think it would be 
like it would mean the league was all would still you know we'd we've still got points in the board. But I said to his last week, I think it was maybe Friday night on the group chat, I said if we were to take twelve for twelve, do you think that would win as a league over the next two over the next week? And we've got six out of six so far, so only two games to go. I I think we can hurt them. I think I like Palmer. I know a lot of people seem to have kind of been half him but I, I think he's a hell of an effective player I would like to see him on the right and against well, Barisic and I'd like to see Maeda up against Tavernier because I know Tavernier scored twice against us at Parkhead but he doesn't have the influence in these games that he has in other games when he's up against Maeda because Maeda seems to pin him back and I actually think the two of them it's, it's actually a good tussle the two of them I thought Tavernier kind of played well against Maeda in the, the League Cup final but I thought Maeda Obviously played his part in one of the goals, but I actually think it's an interesting battle that. I, but Maeda definitely nullifies a bit of that threat that Tavernier's got going forward because you know what their plan is. They're just going to get the ball out to the two fullbacks and they're going to throw it into the box and see what happens. And if we we can do it, I hope Carabao. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Because I think he will be, I think that was just a precaution. You know, Roger said he's felt it a bit and decided to take him off and Carter Vickers wanted to stay on, but hopefully he, he's fit. Um, I think Hattati will come in. I, th- I think he's been keeping him for the game. I wouldn't mind seeing Bernardo in the team if it, if, it, if Hattati wasn't fit. I think that uh, something about Bernardo, I can't help but think he's a very good footballer, but he's not really proven it. But there's something about I think he's very I think maybe it's his athleticism, he does get about the park. I wouldn't say he hides in games, you don't see him a lot, but I wouldn't say he hides, I think that's a bit harsh, but he kinda of pops up and but points in games and, and does do something to affect it positively for us. I thought he had a really good game against was it Atletico when he came on early early on. Like for Hitati, I thought he had a really good game that night. I thought he had a good game as what day is it? Tuesday. And I wouldn't mind seeing him in there because I, do, I, I don't think they've got legs in the midfield. I, I, I don't think Lundstrom's going to make it, which I mean, I mean they're doing to their bare bodies. See, see, I'm saying we should, I would take a draw and stuff, but when you eye up, they, they have no played, right? They've got injuries that they might rush a few back, but they are at their bare bones. We, we, we're we at home. We, we need to be taking the game to them. And the crowd, we need, we, it's all right saying the crowd you know, need to create this kind of poisonous app, intimidating atmosphere, right? But the players obviously need to give the fans something to, to work with. So I would play Maeda on the left and Palma on the right and have Maeda running at Tavenier, you, you can get him. Palma scored a really good goal against Atletico coming off the right. I'm pretty sure I'd kind of fancy him up against Barisic or that Turkish boy, whatever one, because I don't think any of the two are, are very good. Kyogo scored, I scored against Livingston. 
I know he missed a sitter on Tuesday, I was hoping he'd have scored that, but he kind of comes alive in these games as well. But, you know, we're at home, we're really, they've got no fans, we really need to be taking the game with them. We need, you know, we need to come out and put them away. And a win for us puts his eight clear. Right, they've got two games in Holland, but you're saying even if you win them, you're relying on us slipping up now. We've not been great, but it would give us that wee bit of distance again. And then if you debut St Mirren and you go... You know, we keep that eight-point lead at least over the winter break. Time to get reinforcements in. And listen, there'll be some people that are saying, oh, if we were to win these next two games, the board will think, oh, we're good enough and they're no sign players. I don't think that's the case. I think it's very obvious that we need reinforcements in. But if we could get being eight clear, if we beat them and we're to beat St Mirren and be at least eight clear, I think you could look at January. And they still they would get players in, but would be it'd be a bit, even though they'd have their two games in hand, it's a better situation than what it what it would be or what before it was going to be, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So it's a massive game. As much as you know, I think it might be a bold on each draw, considering the way to the two teams are playing. If you if you take a game in isolation, we're at home. They've got no fans. They they've got a lot of injuries. Aye, we are not great, but we really should be putting a team together that's going to go out and really kind of say it about them for the off. I mean, players need to get, if the players give the crowd something to get, look at the, I know it's all right, Hart and back to Ange and that, but if you look at the 3 nothing game, when we scored early on, and there was a couple of kind of big, big moments in that game, like, no, maybe no, like, it affected the game, but you think, like, Juranovic, when he was trying to push out of Kent, and McGregor going after Barris and stuff, just things that get the crowd, you know, it's all right doing that when you're a goal up, the crowd will get involved, but, and then when we played them at home, when we beat them four nothing under Andrew, we were three nothing up at half time. But you get the early goal. You need to get if they if we can to give the crowd something to you know get into it, then it could be a very uncomfortable afternoon for them. But I'd lo- love to win. At the minute, I think it might play out as a draw. But Selick Selick really need to go make it happen on Saturday. I think Rogers might have something up his sleeve to make sure that's the case. I hear Hopeman. I think you make a lot of good points. I think you're right in terms of. I don't think teams either of them really should feel the other because I think they're both proper teams at the moment and probably on their day both capable of beating each other Andy we've heard what they two had to say what's your thoughts on it and what's your thoughts on partner Vickers I know Rogers did say it was a precaution he worried if he doesn't make it obviously he missed the game and at Ibrooks when we I think it was like a and scales that played that day and kept a clean sheet obviously and if he had the chance uh, there's been whispers that possibly Hattati or Abada might be available I, me possibly I think it would be too soon for either of them but what's your thoughts on just in general the game and what your sort of team would look like I am um, listen I would love Hattati I've spoken here before about how highly I rate Hattati and I'd love him to come in and play an absolute blinder but it's like anything with players that have been, been out for such a long time and I hope the story reads that they come in and they're the missing link and he's you can he, he just has the place the ability that we all know he's got but it's not as easy when you're out for that length of time I mean when did he play his last game Athletic Madrid what was that like October or something I mean that's, that's quite a lengthy period of time to be out Mercer, I don't think there's any chance that a bad that comes out of the I think that's I mean he's been out pretty much the, the majority of the season so far Far the first sort of three, four games, I don't think there's any danger of him coming in or anything like that. I think there's a chance we had that he, that he could he could come back into the squad if, if the manager fancies it. But I, I don't know. I think that's a difficult one. I think especially with Bernardo sort of scoring when he started the last two games now, you've got to assume that he's sort of playing his way in to start him, given that he's scored as well. And obviously McGregor and O'Reilly aren't going to come out of the team. So I'd, I'd, I'd be surprised if, if Hattati has come back. I think you might see him feature on the bench, but 
again, if he starts, then he will have my fallback and regardless, because I think he's a, he's a fantastic player and probably our best player, to be honest with you. But him, I, I don't think there's anything to fear with him at all. I think we're obviously, we've not been playing great. I think, self-admittedly, across the team, we've, we've been pretty poor. As we said, the last two games, I have improved, the chance stations improved, but I can't even want to say it, but I think Merso, we're suited to playing a team like Rangers. And I think you've seen that in the European performances, but what we are struggling with, what we have been struggling with, is breaking teams down. It's, it's breaking down a low block, creating opportunities when teams are sort of camped on the edge of the rainbow box and no willing to come out and no willing to engage you high up the park. Because... I mean, particularly our backline ain't very good at sort of engaging the strikers and forcing a team to come out and create a gap. We're not very good at that. The scales and stuff, it's just we're really lacking in that area. We don't bring the ball far enough and and sort of take that that initial press away. Whereas when you play a team like Rangers who are more willing to sort of engage you high up the park, it, it creates spaces and... We can then use our pace. We've obviously been hurt by pace recently, but we've got that in abundance with Kyogo. We've got it with Maeda. And they are really susceptible to a ball in behind. They, they really don't like it. So I think, ultimately, we've got to use use that to, to suit us. And we've got to play the game that suits us. And, and I think that will be looking to get Maeda and Kyogo in behind them. And Palmer's get that in them, that, sort of put, that, that quality of pass and quality of ball. To put it sort of in, in sort of small areas and, and get it in behind them, and I think that out in the right he's probably be, going to be better at doing that, and even sort of putting the ball in for one of the two to come on to. But I would agree, I think you're going to see the best that made in the left on side. But again, it's Roger swaps sort of does the old Lennon swap with the wingers every so often throughout the match. So I think either way, you're going to see them swap sides. But I think they, they are there to be got. I, 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 I still. I know we have been poor with day need signings, but I really just don't. I, I don't fancy them as a, I, I don't even think they. I think they're kidding themselves on. They won a cup because we weren't in it and they didn't have to play us. That that's the simple reality. And they just they never seem that far away from a collapse. Like they beat they get St John's to get a man sent half against them. Like even the Aberdeen in, in the, the cup final, they won. They the Aberdeen had chance had a chance, probably should have had a penalty. But I, I just don't don't fancy them as a great team like they're back putting with guys like Dow in the middle of the park. I think if you're ever worrying about a guy like that then the fucking game's up. They've got a young boy out wide in McCausland. And that I think they're in a worse state than us just now. I think we need to be we open and honest about that and they've got a, they've got a full back in the middle of the park as well. That that's where they're at and that's where their team's at. I, I really think that it can all come together again. And I think regardless, we will need signings in January in the January window. I think Rogers has probably made a bit of a point on that. I think some of the team selections have made a point on that and again some of the performances. But then again, our board no next to fuck all about football, which shows at times. But I think regardless of what happens between now and, and the window opening, signings will be made. But I do think that a game I don't know, a, a game like this suits us. I think with the guys like McGregor, you've got to go that mentality. You've you've got players who know just how important that is. They're going to be up for it and they're going to be in the mood for it and McGregor knows how vital and important that is and there will be players throughout that team who are aware of it as well but I just can't help but feel that the game itself is going to play out to suit us 
of their style of play more than it's Corey suit them. Don't get me wrong, they're never more fucking comfortable than trying to play in the counter attack. That's that's what they do, that's what they've done for long enough. And I agree, they'll get the ball, they'll try to get it high, wide, try to win fouls in high areas and stick the ball into the box and, and play a sort of, I don't know, a, a more physical game than us, I, but the reality is we just need to keep the ball, play our game. We're better on the ball than them, we're, we're stronger than them, we're faster than them. And I think we've got to play that game. It really is. I don't. I just don't see a scenario where if if we play anywhere near the ability that that we don't win that game. I, I think it's the only person who beats us come Saturday is, is Celtic. I think that's. It. I think it's down to us because you know for a fact if both teams play their best, we win that game. But it really is down to how we what Celtic turns up, what Celtic performs, and just on the balance of everything I've seen. So far, feels I think a game like that where it's going to be a bit more open, there's going to be a team willing to engage you higher up the park, willing to take a chance, willing to put more than two men forward in any attack. There's going to be opportunities, there's going to be chances for Kyogo to get in behind, Maida to get in behind, Palma to sort of get a good ball in the box. There's going to be opportunities for midfielders to break forward and, and you're not having to sort of break down 10 men camped in the edge of the box. And that's going to really suit us. It suits us massively. As I said, the European performances show that. I, we never came away with as many points in Europe as we'd liked. But for a lot of the games against much better teams than you're, than you're going to face, we controlled it, we dictated it. We were creating chances for fun at times. It was just a case of putting it in the net. And I, I think that at home, Saturday game, the, the crowd are going to be up for it. And, and it really can sort of end this year with the way we want to start next year. I mean, a day, I, I, I was initially, I was like, like Tony and like Danny Darn, I was sort of fearing it a bit, but the closer it's getting to it, I think we're starting to get players back, it's starting to fall into place. I know still a lot of hate for Rodgers, but there's, I think there's people just unwilling to forget him and can't wait for a fail, to be honest. But listen, the guy's a fantastic manager. I, I think people are their own something if they believe otherwise. And I think, it cannot fall in play to get us through that game. I, I think we're certainly it's two clean sheets in the bounce as well. You're going to be at home. We've already turned up to their mid and beat them this year. Like, it's just, I, I think it's going to fall in place for us. And I think you're going to see you're going to see Kyogo sort of coming back to, to the player that we already know that he is. I hear home as bit more positive than previous to. I'm I'm there with you, Andy. I think that as I said earlier, the closer it gets to the game, I'm, I don't want to go be too optimistic and like ignore it. They've got because as I say, I do think they have players that can hurt us. I think Tony made good points about playing my out in the left hand. If that keeps having your back, then that would help us greatly. But just in general, we've got to watch things like set pieces and long throw-ins. We seem to look like we can see that out any attempt that comes in our box and that's what they'll do like over the years they've been a team that just get it to their full backs and put balls in the box and the likelihood is you'll get your fair, fair share of corners etc from that so as well what was mentioned the midfield is probably where well where I hope the game's going to be won because as a few of have mentioned they're missing bodies and we, we really should be looking to capitalise on that and I think it probably will be the same midfield three that started at Dens. McGregor and O'Reilly have done it before and Bernardo looks tidy enough and he he should be confident as well with that my goalie got. So I am 
relatively calm going into it. I don't think Katati are a bad over there. Maybe one of them will make the bends just for a sort of bit of positivity. But I'd be very surprised if any of them come in from the cold and just play any sort of significant part. I'm hoping that Vickers is is available, but they're sort of striking positions somewhere. They seem to be struggling at the moment as well. So I think it probably would be Stephen Welsh that would come in next to Liam Scales if part of Vickers doesn't make it. But that wouldn't worry me too much. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think our defence is probably there, there to be got at, but be confident enough that they too could handle a lot of deliveries in the box. But aye, it's, it's one that I think the team's pretty much set and will be pretty similar. And as I say, they have good dangers, but I think it would be really damaging for them if we go and get that one. As as was mentioned, if we win that, then we're eight clear. Their games in hand don't mean as much. Obviously, the league wouldn't be anywhere near done, but it would just be good to have that gap again. And then when we play, we've always got the chance to extend it. While they've got, they, they might have games in hand, we'll have the points on the board. But Tony, I'll just come to you. What would your team look like? And as a fast Andy, would you, would you take a chance on Hitati or Abada? And I'll get you around up with your prediction as we near the end of this preview. No, I wouldn't take it. If they're not 100% fit, there's absolutely no point because you're probably going to need them for the second half of the season. You don't want to jeopardise, kind of, maybe they play, maybe they have a good half an hour and you get a win. In. So I'll do with the two of them then, they, they end up long term, that's just kind of no use to. So no, I wouldn't risk them unless they're 100%, the manager and the fitness coaches have, have signed off on it. I mean, the team will probably be Joe Hart, Taylor, Vickers, Scales, Johnson, McGregor, O'Reilly, Bernardo, Maida, Palma, Kyogo. I hope he doesn't try to be clever and bring in Mikey Johnson because he scored a double. I don't think that would work. If it does, then I'll be absolutely delighted. They can't play Turnbull. He's too slow. I think that's the team he'll go for. I think GCB was, was just taken off as a as a precaution and I, and I think he'll be okay. I, I listened to Rogers' interview and he says that he was, he was wanting to play on, so that suggests he's fine. I was, I was as confident as Andy. I mean, I, I was listening to him there saying we play our best, but the, the problem is we, we don't. We, we don't play to our best. At all this season, maybe once against Hearts, but I just, I just don't know if I could feel about it. No, I've said that all, but I just, just something just feels off at the club, and I think if we don't win on Saturday, it could kind of blow up a wee bit. But again, I agree that they have got so many injuries. We should be winning this game. Usually, if this was six or seven years ago and Brendan was here, we would be looking at the what's the prize for minus two. You used to just skip what it was to win and what was minus one. You just go straight to the minus two handicap for the bets and take, just take it from there and usually you'd be quids in. So, look, if anybody's capable of getting a really good result against them, it's Brendan. So, my, my predictions one each. But again, nothing, nothing would surprise me. And I'll just ask you the same as you think. Though I think you mentioned you think there might be a surprise. Would that be Hitati for you, or how how would your team look like, and what's your prediction for Saturday? Team would be Hart, Johnson, Scales, Carter, Vickers, Taylor. I think I think you'll go O'Reilly, McGregor, and Hitati. I, th- I think you'll bring Hitati in. He's key to the way that we play. This season we've played our best stuff when Hitati's been in the team, and I know it's not been. It's not been good enough, let's be honest, it's not been good enough this season. But Hitati has been out for a lot of the season. He's been injured, I think he's had two or three injuries, and that's not helped. I would play Palma on the right, Maida on the left, and Kyogo through the middle. I think if Hitati doesn't make it, he'll probably play Bernardo. I think that's why he played him the last two games. But who knows, with Rodgers at third mid, I'd feel just what changes all the time. I mean, I wouldn't bring in Tumble. I think, because I think they'll probably play that Sterling in the middle of the park, and... He's a bit of an athlete, him, he gets up and down the park and 
Tumble just get ran over. Tumble's no, he doesn't need to do enough for me. I think he's a very good player when he's got the ball at his feet. He is one of the players that can score for 20, 30 years and you kind of like having them in your team, but he seems to get, our midfield seems to get overran when he's in it. So I would go with Bernardo, I think he's a wee bit, he gets up and don't think he's a bit fatter if Atati doesn't make it, but it's for me it's just like, when you look at the bench, it's like, you just don't have, I know Johnson came off the bench and scored two the other day, but you just don't have faith. I mean, oh, I like, oh, don't get me wrong, I'm a big fan of, oh, but it's like, it's nobody on the bench, you think he's going to come on and make a difference. Like last, I hate harping back to last year when things seemed a lot better, but you're two man down with 20 minutes to go and he brings on Moy and Jackie Marcus and you think, well, these are two players that are actually going to make a difference. I remember, I remember screaming for Moy to come on because he'll help us keep the ball and he played his part in the equaliser. It's like, no, yeah, who's he going to bring on? Right, he's going to bring on Oh off the bench. I know he's going to, you know, he's going to run about, but does he make a, is he going to make a difference? Or, you know, is the set up in the team allowing him to make a difference because he likes to get the ball in the box? They just throw the ball along the flare in the box. They don't give some ball something to go and get. But having said that, I can, I can, I can honestly see the two teams cancelling each other out and it being a ball nut on each. But I don't want to predict that. Also, I predict Celtic to win. So I'll go for one nut and I think, I think he'll go with the difference again. He seems to come alive in these games. They can't really see me get a hold of him. So I'll go for that. And I actually think Celtic will get a penalty on Saturday. There you go. Uh, and ironically, I think it'll be for pulling in the box, but we'll probably miss it. So I'll go for one nut and then Keogh will go. Well, and Daniel might be keeping the predictions realistic, but. I had to take any sort of Celtic win on Saturday. Andy, you were very positive, so what's your prediction for Saturday? To be fair, I do think both teams will score. I'd probably be inclined to go with a 3-1. I think the team will probably be, as I said, it'll probably be the same team that started at the ends. I think is the only one, really. A barring, obviously, any injuries or if Carter Vickers doesn't make it or anything. Aside from that, I think it'll be the same team. We only had Tati being potential, and I had to deal with it. Danny says in terms of Turnbull, yeah, you can. He's just not athletic enough to play that that sort of role. He doesn't offer enough playing in the middle of the park is, is what we require for our midfielders, especially if you look at what Hitati offers, sort of going forward and backwards. Like Tumble just pales in comparison to that, and it, it really doesn't suit us. It's not as well, it's just not his not his style of play as what it is. I think it just needs to be a sort of admission of that at, at some point. He's probably another one that'll be moved on at some stage. But I think We've got the players to help them, as I said earlier. I know, I know, as Tony mentioned, we've not played at our best this season, we've not played to ability, but as I say, games like this suit us more than right now, especially, than, than going out and trying to break teams down to try and make life hard for you. It's going to suit us more, it's going to suit our football more and allow guys who are a bit more expressive like Palmer to get on the ball and make things happen when there is more space and an opportunity to do so. So, I, I fancy a 3 1 win, and hopefully it's sort of no steadies the ship because I don't want to be too harsh on the team. We're still obviously sort of at the top of the table, but I, I think that will really sort of see us through to January, um, and then hopefully we have a positive window. I think he'll hope more, obviously, to a wee transfer window special when the time comes next week, but yeah, I think it'll be 2 0 Celtic. I think that I think we'll have too much for them. I think we'll probably need to do a lot of the damage in the first half just in like an overdoing of scoring in the second half but I think that as Danny mentioned the bench doesn't really inspire you when you're up against teams like Levy and Dundee so I think it will probably be even less so when you look at it when you're up against your second place team but it's, it is one of the ones that Tony said earlier, no, no results going to overly shock me. I'm hoping that we can get back to eight points in front. But well, it's, 
a few, I think a few years I've mentioned this. Celtic can get in the way of Celtic, more than any other team can. So I, I don't know. As I say, two 0 Celtic. I think that from what I've seen them the last few weeks today, sort of seem to get caught with balls over the top. So I think we'll we'll get that working for us, and I think Yogo will get the opener just with a sort of look a ball or Balogun or Goldson or whoever's at the pack for him on Saturday, and he won't make the same mistake he made at Dens, and he'll he put it past Jack Butland, but. Second one, don't know. We seem to be getting a multitude of corners at the moment, so maybe we'll get another one for them and Liam Scales to show that he's a real threat at them now. So I think he'll maybe get a second as well. And I, as as we said, it'll lead us into a big month. And not just on the pitch, obviously we'll have to do a lot off the pitch in terms of getting quality in. Hopefully, you know, we've got that Samaritan game next week, but then we've got a few weeks off, so. Plenty of time for the Celtic board to get their moves made and make sure that we have got the quality we need to go on and retain our title. But aye, so that's before us gave our productions. If you follow us on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram, eh, leave us a wee comment letting us know what you think the score will be and if anybody gets it spot on, we'll read it out on our reaction episode. Obviously with the game being Saturday and then Hogmanay on Sunday, maybe next week before we've got an episode out and Obviously, if we get beat, it might be next season that we have an episode out. But hey, no, hopefully we are back here next week celebrating another victory for Brendan. After all, Rangers are the team that he's got his best record in the SPFL again. So hopefully he keeps that up. But aye, if you've made it this far, thanks very much for listening. I know we're closing in in an hour. We do appreciate everybody that's left comments. I know the last few weeks we've had quite a lot of comments on the episodes and that's he's only seen me say about doing good episodes when Celtic are shite so hopefully once we're back winning we'll still get the comments but as long as Celtic are winning we don't really care yeah, as I say let us know what you think the score will be and we will speak to you at some point in the future cheers help, help. when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.